Hello and welcome to the Quick Time Out with Sean Carroll. I am Sean Carroll and I'm hosting this episode. Today I'm talking about the Zach Levine situation. Um, the sun's not shining, there's not much going on today, so I thought I'd just do a quick podcast talking about all the things we know about Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls, all the reported interest, all the reported not interest, uh, where about in the timeline we are, how long it's going to take until the trade happens, just sort of get everything on an audio platform and I've wanted to record another quick time out for, for a couple of weeks now so I thought that this would be an excellent one but uh, yeah this is a little bit of a shorter one compared to the other quick timeouts. Um, maybe not as quick as the timeout should be I don't know let me know actually because um, yeah I am still new to doing the solo podcast stuff so let me know either DM the deep two or if you know me personally just DM me and tell me what you think about the shorter format I think this runs around five minutes um, and yeah, I uh, hope you learn something, hope you enjoy it, and even let us know what you think about Zach Levine and where he might go this, well, trade deadline, but uh, more on that later. Let's get into it. Zach Levine has kind of requested a trade from the Chicago Bulls, but there are a lot of rumours floating around. Here's what we know so far. On November 11th, the Bulls were 3-6, and six, and then Brian Windhorst reported on NBA Today that the rest of the league is monitoring the Chicago situation because there's a lot of trade interest in some of their players, most notably Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Alex Crusoe. Three days later, the Bulls became open to the idea of trading Levine after their record didn't get any better and there were frustrations about the team's offense, according to Shams Charania and Darnell Maybury of The Athletic. The first teams to register interest in Levine were the LA Lakers, the Miami Heat, and the Philadelphia 76ers, this report also coming from Shams. On top of this, the Dallas Mavericks, who had previously had interest in Levine in previous off-seasons, said that they won't pursue the scoring wing because they're content with the current roster and a Luka Doncic carry having backcourt. Also, the Brooklyn Nets, a trade candidate for any given player given their current situation and flux in the roster, said that they won't be pursuing Levine, which is maybe something to note that they might have bigger aspirations. Um, they were obviously one of the finalists in the Damian Lillard trade. Levine then said that he's happy being traded to any of the three teams that are interested in him, that being the Lakers, the Heat, or the 76ers, but he's also interested in a trade to the Sacramento Kings and San Antonio Spurs. He mentioned when giving his list a desire to play for a winning team and a new coach, uh, and that is also why he said that he wanted to play for these teams. Side note, it's actually quite intriguing that he mentioned the Spurs, who really are competitive right now and are very disorganized on offense. Um, But this could be the first example of the Wemby effect, but again, Put a pin in that and just see how that progresses for years and years and years. Another few days pass and the Toronto Raptors registered their interest in Zach Levine, but that's something that Dante and I talked about on the Deep 2 NBA podcast a day before this report uh, on the 16th of November. Then, with no real developments in an actual trade, the Bulls continue losing, and then in one of those losses against the Miami Heat, Zach Levine leaves without speaking to any media post-game, and the Bulls PR director, Beth Elsler, softly grabs Levine's arm, sort of gesturing him to go speak to media after the game, and he just shrugs her off and continues walking to the locker room. I'll put a link to this action, which was recorded. I think it was actually on the broadcast. I'll put a link to this in the description of um, of this episode. It was quite small. But it was something that you sort of have to do if you're a player, I believe. I think you have to, if, if your PR director says, hey, we need you to speak to the media after the game, you probably have to stay around and do that. But you can make your own judgments based off the video yourself. 
After that, the Bulls front office came out and said that they were, quote, less than thrilled, unquote, with the exchange, and Billy Donovan is also angry, this coming from Joe Cowley of the Chicago Sun-Times. Levine said that the exchange was just a miscommunication and they're all fine, but given the whole environment that Levine is operating in at the moment where he's requested a trade, he's mentioned some teams that he's interested in, It's you know, everything's under a microscope and you have to look at it a little bit harder. But that leaves us where we are today. The Bulls were 3-6 and six when they first said that they weren't happy with their team. They're now 5-12 and 12, as I record this podcast and they've been eliminated from the in-season tournament with a 0-3 and three record. The in-season tournament might have been a saving grace for some of these middling teams because if you can just get lucky, maybe you can go for a little bit of hardware if even though we don't know how important the hardware is, but you know the Bulls have always gunned for the eighth seed, so why not gun for the in-season tournament? But the final report that we have at the moment, also coming from Darnell Mabry, is that a trade is likely to happen, but if it is going to happen, it's going to be closer to the February 9th trade deadline, um, and the Bulls are more than happy waiting it out. Not only are they waiting it out just because they can wait and see how his, his market matures, but they also want to wait until the December 15th deadline, which is when recently signed players can be traded. So you may as well just wait until more players are able to get on the market and hopefully you might be able to get a better offer. So it looks like a breakup between the Bulls and Levine is going to happen. But until then, we might be watching some unhappy basketball for the next couple of months. Uh, and there might be some more little quips by Zach Levine as he doesn't want to speak to the media, as he doesn't want to do XYZ for the team. Because if he's already said that he wants to leave, well, it was less than 10 games into the season. Um, imagine what he's going to do as they keep losing and keep not winning games. So this could be a long and drawn-out process, but it looks like Zach Levine will not be playing for the Bulls by the end of the year. The Jeff and Gundy Tribute Show is your fortnightly dose of the lighter side of basketball, hosted by me, Marco. And me, Lucas. We take a more laid-back approach, talking about the NBA, the WNBA, FIBA basketball, culture, whatever tickles our fancy or grinds our gears. The show is filled with great guests, classic gags, and a healthy dose of tangents in honour of the great man himself. The Jeff Van Gundy Tribute Show, fortnightly on the Deep Two Podcast Network. You know, loves just talking about the league, certain things like that. <laughs>